This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You did a panel with Morrow? Did I do that? Next on Eternal Dirtles. Oh, that one goes... Hey, I just want to give a quick shout out to all of our Patreon supporters out there. Thank you to the Dirtle Maniacs. If you want to be a Dirtle Maniac, go to patreon.com slash eternal dirtles and help support the channel. It keeps things going. It keeps things updated. Thanks so much for watching. On with the show. Hello and welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host, Zach Clark, and with me as always, Phil Blackman. Phil, how's it going, man? Zach, uh, it's your time, man. This is your show. Yeah, this is... You you did it all in Chicago, man. Talk to us. I uh, yeah, I had a great time in Chicago. So uh, this is the Chicago recap episode. This uh, will go over everything that happened in Chicago from the time I uh, took off to the time I touched back down in uh, Philadelphia. So uh, let's just start at at Friday. We had so much going on. First off, I you know like obviously uh, l- let's just uh, thread the lead immediately. I don't want to bury it. Uh, I had that panel with Morrow and it went well. So uh, I'll go into more of that uh, when we get to Saturday. But on Friday, I flew out uh, and I headed over to the convention. Center. I got I got it at like five. Um, the flight was a little late. So uh, I missed a lot of the first day, which was, you know, regrettable. But that's just, you know, that's that's life. Uh, you know, that's life. What are you going to do? Um, but it was a $50 car ride to get from the uh, airport to the convention center because they chose the convention center that was like in the middle of nowhere. Uh, according to Sal, uh, Chicago Sal, uh, a good friend of the podcast. And also he has his own channel links, links below. Um, it was a $50 car ride, uh, just to get to the hotel to get that was uh, luckily it was attached to the convention center. So my traveling costs were mitigated by that, but, why would you have it so far away from the so far away from the airport when there's a better option? Apparently, that the other convention is just a better option. Uh, you got to locate wanna, the people with backpacks, my guy. Yeah, I guess. I don't want to. You got a backpack? Yeah. <laughs> let's split. What's that? You got to find the people with backpacks and then be like, let's split. Yeah. No, I should have. I should. But the thing was, is like, I, it's five o'clock. Everyone's already there. You oh, know. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, I, I got there and immediately saw uh, Pip, the Goblin Battlecaster, my friend Pat. Uh, Pat is uh, actually also going to be editing this video, so special thanks to Pat. Uh, he, he is one of our other editors now. We've uh, we've gotten to the point where uh, we, we're sponsored. Uh, we're sponsored by Tales of Adventure. Uh, you know you know Tales of Adventure well. Uh, they are the uh, Eternal Lives Here uh, website to buy magic cards, all of your cards in one thing. Not like, you know, like TCG player is a good example of a, a place where you order a bunch of cards and like, you know, you get 27 packages, you get your entire package, your entire order is in one package at, uh, at tales of adventure. So, uh, definitely, uh, if you want to support the channel, that's a great way to support the channels by getting your cards there. You can use the code dirtles 
to get 5% off. Uh, and of course links below. Um, so anyhow, uh, Pip, uh, Pip was there and we immediately just started hanging out. I introduced Pip to a couple of people and then, uh, immediately saw Joe Dyer, Sal, Tell me about the con. How was your con experience? Uh, so Friday was insane. Uh, I got into the Legacy Cup for $40. Cash, the payout for ticks were awesome. Uh, I think I came out with $70 worth of ticks that I offloaded. Don't tell Wazzy, but I had to, I had to, I had to you know, make a profit somehow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I went three and four with Acast. Uh, kind of misplaced. I don't really play Legacy as much as I'd like to anymore, but I mean, so it was overall it was good. You on the patchwork or uh, or on patchwork the... Sampi, yeah, okay, patchwork right Sampi with uh, Triangle of War. So, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's like that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, gotta do it. Yeah, do it. You know, it works. You throw people off guard. Um, yeah. I went off with Joe Dyer and we went to play a game of EDH. I played three games of EDH this weekend. I did not get in a lot of Magic, and I'll explain why later. Um, we got in a game of EDH with Saffron Olive and another and another guy, and I I played my uh, Morse deck, uh, Kadena mm-hmm. the Slinking Sorcerer. Uh, and I actually won that game, which was pretty rad. But uh, it was super, like, so much fun. Phil, you know what's wild about, like, hang out with, you know, like, and we hang out with Remy and stuff like that, but you don't see it until you get to a convention. Hanging out with people who are much bigger in the magic space than you are. What about it? So you get to see them interact. And this is, like, a learning experience for me. So you get to mm-hmm. see them interact with people, you know, the fans and stuff like that. Because, like, many times during the game, someone would come up and be like, hey, Saffron, oh, can you sign my stuff or whatever? And I wanted to mention just like how absolutely like one, it's a great teaching moment for me to see like how other people, you know, deal with, you know, uh, d- just having people come up to them kind of constantly. Um, but uh, it was really cool to see how like genuinely real, like just absolutely like enthralled with the game, uh, loves loves his fans and stuff that like Saffron Olive was. And, and you know, I, I gush a little bit because he was on the panel, but um, it was just really cool to uh to to see like and that happened with the professor when I when I was when I met him at Hascon at, uh for for like him of the coast is like I got like to see this guy who was like a normal dude like switch on and not switch on and off so much it's just like he's having a conversation with me and then someone would come up and be like hey professor what do you think of my deck and he'd go and he would genuinely look at this person's deck check it out and then like give some advice and then like go back to talking with me and it's just like a cool thing like that uh you know it's nice to see content creators who like generally love the game and like love their fans. It was like a really cool moment for me. Yeah, get get out all of you content creators that hate the game that you're making content for. <laughs> yeah, you can no, ridiculous. You can get right on out. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, it, it, there's you know, there's personas people put on, and I feel like uh, Seth's persona is is 100 genuine. Like that's who he is all the time. You know, like there's no, there's no flip on and off button. And that's what I, you know, same thing with the professor. Like he's that all the time. There's no, there's no other version of the professor. You know, it's not like, you know, like what, what's that episode of like the Simpsons where Krusty the, Cl- he meets Krusty the clown and he's like, he's like smoking cigarettes. His feet are tiny, you know, like the whole, the whole thing, like in the, backstage there's not a version of that for those two guys it's like mm-hmm. they're just real 100 percent. like they love the game they love their fans you know that that kind of thing it, and it was it's very wholesome to see you know yeah if anybody meets us at a at a convention <laughs> or at a, an event uh, i i'm i'm totally different i i will I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 a dark brooding angsty bro don't you know i that this is how i am at all times i can't i can't turn it off it's just this is there might be another version of me, but I haven't found the off button for for this version. <laughs> You're just wheeling around with a you know an original Pac-Man video set, like yeah. 
who wants to jam a game? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so then, uh, you know, we did, we did that. And then, uh, jo- like it was like eight o'clock at that point. Uh, so Joe and I were like, you know what? We gotta, we just gotta eat. Like, let's go get dinner. And luckily, uh, we were gonna go, like, go to a steakhouse or something. And we just found like a spot, uh, in between the hotel and the convention center that like, there's like a walking hallway kind of thing. And, um, we just sat down there and I had my very first Italian beef sandwich, Phil. Oh, like, like, do, do tell. Like the bear, like the beef, right? Yeah, I um, was going to ask if you if you went to the actual. No, no, I didn't leave. Yeah, I didn't yeah, leave sure. the, the hotel for the, for this one. Uh, but it was good. Yeah, it was a French dip. Like, yeah, of course, I, yeah, yeah, it's no joke, right? It was a French dip. Like that's yeah, and that. it was gr- it was great, very tasty. Um, but uh, so at that point, I uh, you know, I parted ways with Joe, um, and we uh, and I I got to see uh uh. Paul and Manny and a bunch of other people just like wave as I was going by, uh, which was pretty, pretty cool. Cause it was like in, the, we were just like right next to the walkway as, uh, as you know, you're going back to the hotel. So like I kept one like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? You know, people I hadn't seen in a while. So that, that was cool. Um, so then we went to the, I, I went to the crater party. I was like, all right, $53, screw it. Let's go. So I went to the crater party and, um, I'm about to tell a very embarrassing story. Um, Phil, have you ever met Strifo in real life? I haven't met Strifo in real life yet. Yeah, th- so I met Strifo in real life for the first time uh, at at the uh, at the uh, crater party, and um, he he was wearing a mask, so I get a little bit of a pass on that. But he came up and was like, "Hey, Zach, how's it going?" And I was like, "Hey, man, like I'm you know I'm I'm never gonna be like who the hell are you, you know?" Um, and I was trying to like put together who he was, and uh, and and I realized like five minutes later, but he was already gone. That, that that was that, that was Chase. So uh, and I, I met Chase's wife, who was awesome too. We we shared some great South Jersey South Jersey stories. Um, uh, so that that was cool. Um, but then uh, uh, I did karaoke. I did uh, I did a little bit of uh, "You Better You Bet" by the Who. Uh, That's your go-to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the go-to. Uh, then I went upstairs, and there was like Grum Grum Gully. I don't know if that, that everyone knows some DJ thing. Um, that was oh, fun. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and then uh, and then I headed back to the hotel and I I, I took a nap. <laughs> I and went so to sleep. The, and then the following day, you woke up and you found me. You you did an altar search for me, which is very kind of you. Yes, I did. I did indeed. Uh, I I would I, I'm going to put those up because I'm going to scan them and show and show them to everybody. But I got a uh, a shatterstorm for you, and then Phil, I bought the Heartstone. Oh, you got the Heartstone? Nice. Yeah, yeah I was like I got I got like that. That'll be a cool EDH card, you know. So I picked that, up the Hearthstone. That, that Shatterstorm is slotting right into my uh, Reachables for pre-modern. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Reachables. <laughs> yeah, I, I talk about the, the you know the cards that don't actually make your list unless you're you know gunning a metagame. and uh, yeah. you know the second somebody trying somebody's trying to Mishra's Helix me, I'm going to be like, Nah, dog. Nah. Eternal Dirtles is proud to be sponsored by Moxfield. Moxfield is the best Magic the Gathering deck building website on the internet. You can create share, and find decks from Commander to Legacy and even fan-supported formats like Premodern and Old School. You can see all of our decks on our Mox field. Follow the links below to stay tuned. I ran into Remy, MTG Remy, uh, and, and we had made plans to hang out this weekend. So uh, a lot of a lot of the rest of the weekend is, is me and Remy just trying to find space to play EDH. Like, mm-hmm. that is 
90% of, of what Saturday was for me is me and Remy trying to figure out where we could sit down and play EDH. And I don't want to crap on the convention. It was a lot of fun. But there were some serious logistical problems as far as finding space for people to play pickup games. And then later on, we were like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just get ticketed space and we'll play, you know, competitive-ish EDH against you. Not like CEDH, but like, you know, you play for prizes. And we'll just like get a pod with us and other people. And at least for apparently, according to everybody else, for me, it was only from like 10 to 2 because I stopped looking at that point. Um, at least for like four hours after that, uh, no one could get tickets. They they uh, closed down the ticketing because there was no space for anybody. The overflow area was full, and the overflow overflow area was pretty full too. And and so I have something. Uh, so I have something that I wrote about that. So we tried for four hours to find a spot to play DH, but there were no tables. So we just tried to buy tickets to reserve space with ticket to play, but they had shut that down as well for several hours. Eventually. We ran into Mono White Guy, aka Charles. Mono White Guy like had had his car broken into, so he someone stole all of his stuff. That didn't happen until after the con, so we didn't know this until until just like this afternoon. But uh, man, that's Charles. That's terrible, man. Like they took like a Mox Pearl and a bunch of uh, t- like eight of his decks. Just absolutely terrible. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what what happens now. What, is, what I don't even that? know. Like that's that's I I just didn't you know. Uh, but going on, so we hunted for space, and we ended up in this, like, gang hideout for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1, where Shredder trains the youth of Chicago to become the Foot Clan. It was, like, dim lighting. It looked like a, a mix between, like, a parking garage. Uh, it was the parking garage that you, me, and Paul got stuck in for, like, two, two hours looking for his car. Um, it was, like, the parking lot of an Atlantic City casino. And they just, like, had a bunch of tables there, so that's where we hung out at and, like, played... Uh, I played a quarter of... I still have not yet played an entire game of EDH with Remy. Like, this is like the third time we've hung out, and I still have not gotten an, an actual game of EDH in with him. Because I had to well, leave uh, to go prep for the, the panel in the middle of the game. This is good news for me, because it gives me more time to build my Grand Calcutron deck. So Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, before long, it was time for me to rush back to the hotel and prep my panel... Uh, with Mark Rosewater and Saffron Olive. This panel was uh, 30 years of magic comment and commentary. And uh, we'll we'll have a link up to uh, the video for that. I need to edit uh, edit that up and, and get the sound going and everything and like get the visuals going for that. But there will be a video of that uh, of that experience that, that everyone can look at. And I also, uh, on early Saturday, I also got uh, Shivram's... Uh, podcast i got their panel as well uh and i'll probably i'll I'll send that to him and he can put it up um uh so then uh i got done with the uh i got done with the panel and it went really well like uh, so many people were there that showed up for me that i knew which was really cool just like you know uh i don't think i have felt that that amount of love in the room since like since like my wedding like when everyone you know everyone you know is in a space and they're there just for you that's it felt like that it was it's hard to explain how good mm-hmm. that felt and um of course dude so awkward i'm the absolute most awkward human being alive so um you know maro's got got his mask on he's he's being careful about germs and stuff totally mm-hmm. understandable and um i go to shake his hand and he he hands me his elbow so i mm-hmm. 
I grabbed his elbow instead of like doing yeah. the elbow bump. So I grabbed yeah, his yeah, elbow grab, and shook it. You grab, you, you, firm <laughs> grip the elbow. Yeah, firm. Firm, firm grip the elbow and shook it. Uh, yeah, so that not, was awkward. <laughs> now, now, now you can be like, hey, Marl, good to see you again. Remember, I'm the guy who. Oh, yeah. He'll never elbow. forget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the panel was like really well. And I was initially, I was very worried because it, the uh, the first half of it is is basically just stuff that Morrow did like you know the duelist and, and early magic internet and stuff that's all stuff for him and i was really worried that um seth uh saffron olive wasn't going to be able to put in as much input or, or have as much stake in in the panel as mm-hmm. as i i would have liked um but he started chiming in too which i like really loosened me up cuz i was i was super just i was super apprehensive that like he was going to walk away being like well i don't know why i was needed for this um, but he got to chime in too and made some really good points. So I'm, I'm super excited. Like I said, I'm, we're going to have the, the, uh, we're going to have the panel up so you can, you can see the whole thing. Um, but afterwards, uh, you know, uh, people, uh, we did a Q and A and people were asking like relevant questions, not just like Mark Rosewater, when you will uh, undo the reserve, like people were asking yeah. real questions about, uh, about, uh, magic, uh, media and stuff, which was really mm. cool. And, um, you know, the Q and A happened and, and of course the, uh, d- don't forget there was a video by Mike Flores. We had Mike on a couple, uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, and we'll have the, f- his full interview from that, that I, I had to truncate down to like 11. It was like a 28 minute interview. I truncated down to like 11 minutes, um, about like, who's the beatdown. Um, so afterwards, you know, Mark, Mark came over and was like, Hey man, I really, I, I actually really enjoyed this. Thanks so much. And I was like, I'll gladly do more. Like, let me know. Um, and same thing, Seth said the same thing. I got a, I got a photo with the both of them. Uh, so that was like super cool to, to just get to hang out with everybody and, and, you know, be, be on that same level, you know, like, cause I, I don't, you know, in terms of like magic celebrity, I do not belong on that stage, you know, like, um, but, uh, it was, it was cool to, to be able to facilitate this to, and, and get to a situation where everybody, uh, you know, one got to be together, but two, uh, you know, people, people seem to really enjoy themselves. So that was, that was really awesome. And as I was talking to Mark, somebody came up to me and was like, Hey, this was my favorite thing that happened at this magic con. Thanks so much. And I was like, and he's right here. Like Mark's right here. I was like, really cool to have someone say that like right in front of him. So, yeah, yeah, uh, like, you know, yeah, and, and I only and had to pay him $27, yeah. you know, was, wow. <laughs> uh, no, uh, that, that was super cool. And, and, uh, you know, like I said, Remy was there. Uh, my friend, Mike Banny was there. Uh, Strifo was there for a little while. Uh, I think, I think he might've had to dip out or he came in late. Um, but it, it doesn't matter. Like the, just anybody who showed up, that was super cool. Uh, it felt awesome to, to have everybody there, like kind of rooting me on, you know? Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next one. Yeah. And also that's a, a tribute to, to, uh, everybody who has supported us on Patreon because the only reason that we, you know, even got the in for that panel was because as part of, you know, getting that additional support, we wanted to like find a way to get more legacy so, uh, action at these cons, which yeah. is represented in the legacy cup that Brian Cobalt won. Yeah. And the, uh, legacy event for art. Uh, which also was, I, I heard, like a, a successful event because, of course, like when you have the stakes of playing for original magic art, that's always exciting. Yeah. And so, like, because of the contacts that we made trying to make that happen, we were like, so we were much, invited. So to- much stuff went down for legacy players yeah. that, 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 uh, you know, may not be 100% us, but we've helped facilitate, which is, which is very, it's a very cool feeling, you know, and being able to do something yeah, yeah. That, that was like positive to the community, you know, uh, just, it felt, it felt good. Yeah, and that in with them was the offer to do 
uh, the panel because we had pitched that panel idea to them and yeah. they liked it and they said, do you want to do it? And then Zach was like, I can handle it. I wasn't able to make it to Chicago, but it's indicative of like what we'll be able to do at future cons, which is very exciting. Yeah. And so like, hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll see the success of what the legacy ones were and continue to follow that and maybe expand the ideas that we uh, are looking to do that are a little bit more of a, uh, of an endeavor to put on, but would be really exciting if they could make it happen. And uh, so that's also, you know, shout out to everybody who supports the pod because you you made indirectly made that yeah. panel happen. Yeah. You know, like then Zach did mo pretty much all of the like work on on the uh, PowerPoint and everything and, you know, actually delivering at home. You know, he even shook Morrow's elbow. You know, yeah, so. I shook Morrow's elbow even. Uh, yeah. Eternal Dirtles, the Dirtle Maniacs and uh, Legacy as a whole. We're all on the come up right now. It's all on an upward trajectory, yeah. and I'm sure uh, if you if you listen if you watch Brian's channel or if you uh, listen to the Tone of Glory oh, yeah. podcast when they talk about it, he'll talk about his experience winning the first Legacy Cup that will yeah. uh, presumably well deserved be a too. Like who better to choose, right? Like and and hopefully that will be a continuation. Like that the the the, sh the consistency of the Legacy Cup at MagicCons going forward will continue. So uh, that'll be an event that you know we can put some we can put some prestige on its name, and then yeah. it can become a bigger event for us Eternal guys, and that, that, that'll be great. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. So then after that, I had, I had to sit down with, um, with, uh, Rich from, uh, Hemsworth of the Coast. We talked about, uh, some of the stuff that's been happening over the years with Hemsworth of the Coast. So, you know, more news on that later, but that seems like it's in, it's starting to move toward a good place, which is, uh, which is wonderful. Um, and then, uh, I went back, uh, to the convention center and, uh, got everybody. So this is a great time to shout out to our discord. If you're not in our discord links below. Um, but I organized a dinner for uh, the people who were at the convention uh, for Discord, and we went to uh, the Tap Inn, and uh, you know we had like an Italian uh, Italian style like Chicago uh, dinner, you know, steak and and pasta and that kind of stuff, and that was super good. And then I wasn't ready to stop, you know, I wasn't ready to stop uh, stop the party, so I. Um, I was going to go have a nightcap. I went and changed, got out of the Pac-Man suit, changed. I was just going to go into my civilian clothes, sit down at the bar, have one. And I ran into Tron is bad, uh, of better days, MTG, uh, Ryan. And I said, you know what? One more commander game. So I played my second commander game of the weekend to its completion. Um, I was playing Garth Gates uh, and the turn before I won with Maze's End, uh, Ryan won with Torwaki doing like damage to everybody on the board and like a the red temp that gets goblins. Uh, mm. I, and my turn one play was forced burgeoning. And then I had out five land by my second turn, but no one was let letting me slide with that. They kept killing my Garth immediately. As I yeah, of course. Because yeah. I needed to refill my hand with the brain geyser to even like do anything. But that felt. That was a fun. That was a fun game. It was cool to catch up with with him because I know he was like super busy during the convention doing the MTG ambassador stuff, uh, you know, hustling. So, uh, yeah, that was rad. Uh, and then so now uh, now we're on to Sunday, and so Sunday started off with a bacon, egg, and cheese. I sat down. Pip, aka Pat, uh, Pip Goblin Battlecaster, uh, happened to find me. We sat down and hung out for a little bit. And then uh, Brandon popped over and said hi. Brandon uh, watches the show, and that was like I told. And he was like, "I don't want to bother you." I'm like, "No, absolutely not. Please bother me. If you see me in the Pac-Man suit, bother me. Say hi. Let me know that you've seen the show. It, it, that I live off that stuff for for months. Like that stuff to me is 
I love that. Please don't ever hesitate to say hi to me. And I, I'm, I'm going to speak for Phil here to say hi to Phil either. You know, give us a what it do. Uh, you know, yeah. I, if, I, if, love if you that. ever approach me, if you ever approach me, I'm always down. Just like wait until I blind flip and counter somebody's spell with counterbalance. Like that way they feel bad for momentarily so I can, you know, yeah. say hello to you. Yeah. You're like, you're like, and uh, I'll flip over. Oh, it's a ponder. It counters your ponder. And then that's when you run over flying high five and yell what it do. Yeah, I, I did. Speaking of, I had uh, one of the one of the reasons why I can never put the card down. Just a little interim uh, segment here. Uh, there was one match where I was playing against Painter uh, in paper, and my opponent put uh, just hard cast Chaos Defiler, and I blind flipped a Lorian reveal. And I want you to know that when you blind flip hitting something like that. The dopamine hit is oh, so God. strong that you can never, you can never go back. You can never play anything else after something like that. Yeah, and uh, that's why I'm a lifer. That's why I yep. do this for life. All right, so uh, yeah, so Brandon, uh, we ran. I ran into Zach Barish, old coworker slash uh, guy who works for Wizards doing uh, doing the cube stuff, which is pretty rad. So I ran into Zach and Derek Allen, uh, old uh, Hipsters of the Coast alumni there, uh, uh, and then I spent. Uh, Remy, Remy had already headed off, went home. Um, and I spent most of the day with, uh, with Sal, uh, just MTG, uh, MTG, uh, Sal, uh, Chicago, you know, uh, and we just sat, sat around and BS the whole time. There was a point in time where we were, I, we were in a pretty public area and, um, people just kept coming up to me to have them sign their passport books, which was really cool. I guess they Very recognized sweet. the Pac-Man. I just had the ja- the jacket mm-hmm. on. I don't wear my whole suit t- two days in a row because I feel like I'm going to get it sweaty, yeah, yeah. you know? Dry cl- dry cleaning costs a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, people were coming up. There was, like, some kids that came up and, and were like, yeah, can I get you a sign my thing? So that was, like, really cool. I love that stuff, man. Like, getting to, getting to like, play play the role of, like, the, the guy that belongs in the space, you know? It's, like, kind of yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that was that was MagicCon. After that, uh, like, Sal was like, hey uh, – when are you going to leave? I was like, probably at noon. And he's like, I can drive you to the airport. So save me, save me 50 bucks there, uh, which was awesome. And uh, we just BSed on the way back. It was, it was a really fun time. It's, it's awesome uh, meeting people for the first time that you hang out with a lot online. Like Sal's the reason why we do MTG, uh, MTG shorts, uh, YouTube shorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he told me about, uh, he's like, that, that could help you. And so that Sal's a big reason why our YouTube channel got to the monetization point. Um, so big shout out there. Um, meeting uh, meeting Chase for the first time in in like IRL. Meeting his wife was really cool. Mike and his wife were there. Um, hang out with Joe Dyer for like the entire night one time. Uh, it was pretty fun. Um, got a shout out to Alex and Wynn, the other guys that were with us at the uh, at the dinner. Um, it, mm-hmm. You know, it was just a it was a really fun time, and it was really good to you know. Uh, it's the gathering, dude. You know, like that. I, I know I always say this, but the best part of the game is the gathering, you know? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, and I, I, I honestly like all, every time you were sending over pictures and whatnot, I was like, man, 
I'm so, like, as, particularly of the of the actual panel, like I was like, oh man, I'm having some serious FOMO because uh, like I'm like I want steak and magic history. Yeah, <laughs> steak and magic history. I'll, that should be the next the next uh, thirty years of magic content. Thirty years of steak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just go like, from like just... a one to like just just cook it with butter, you know, <laughs> to Leon Perrins. <laughs> It, it, it's just historical figures throughout Magic. They're also at the panel, and they just tell us their their favorite, favorite dinner that they've ever had <laughs> at a Magic event. Yeah. At the very end, Mike Long shows up and says, "Like I like skirt steak, well done." And you're like, "Boo, boo!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then every, everybody gets the throw trash at. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that Sal and I actually talked about was um uh the the concept that like Magic doesn't have like a good a good like pro storyline situation. I, and I know I, I was saying. Phil and I talk about this all the time, the whole idea of, like, the wrestling-like style of, like, uh, celebrity and creating that. And, I, and we talked about, like, how do you even do that in this era when, like, you know, you can't just put some guy up and be like, hey, be a jerk to everybody because it's, like, not good for the game. You know, like, it's not, not, not good marketing, right? But it's funny when you think about it, like, uh, how, like, that works for wrestling, right? Because, like, teenage boys are the demographic for wrestling, right? Like, uh, the initial demographic, at least, the onboarding, right? And, like, you know, smack talking is, like, totally fine to do. But, like, when Magic did that uh, back at the very beginning, there was this guy, Hammer, Sean the Hammer Regner, who was, like, this Boston guy who would just be, like, you know, he'd just, like, talk his entire way through a, through a match and kind of get people off the game by talking and, like, chatting it up. But, like, also kind of, not shit talking per se, but, like, you know, just getting in your head a little bit. And that's just not okay anymore. You can't do that's, that. That's not okay. Yeah, I think that like the, the the way to actually successfully do it is partially it's on the coverage team yeah. to make somebody not necessarily like a bad person or a bad guy, but like the to build them up as like this unstoppable force that yeah. like doesn't care what they have to do to win, right? So it's like the means by which they get there. It's like, oh no, they they, they play it serious. They're not here to have fun. Yeah, like we're here to have fun, but they're not right. Like you, so you you build them up that way, but like then. Like if, if if we ever win an event, the way that the way that you do it is you don't have to put anybody else down. If anything, you build everybody else up and then put yourself over them. So if if we get into the top eight situation and you know somebody is interviewing us and it's like, hey, uh, Phil, how do you expect to get through this top eight? And you'd be like, what do you mean? The seven other a- players in this top eight are the best people at this event. And they're not even close to how good I am. Yeah, right. Exactly. Now, yeah, yeah. Now, 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 everybody <laughs> looks good. Everybody looks good, but you're still the heel, right? That's everybody exists. knows the oh, you. Oh man, that's like, chef's kiss. You can you tell this guy used to do this for a living? I mean, come on. You've built every, you've built everybody <laughs> up. The the, the 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 traction. The simplest way that like you know, if you ever if you ever are trying to do that for your own uh, like smaller tournament series or whatever, you're trying to build like a promo or whatever, you never actually punch down. If anything, you build everybody up. That way you can step over them. Yeah, so because like if because like if you and I are playing in the finals of a side event, right? Because where else would we meet? But if you want to if you and I are playing in the, in the finals of a side event, I'm not going to be like uh, Zach is trash and I'm going to crush him because then everybody <laughs> else is going to go. Well, OK, so we but don't then care they start rooting for beat. me. <laughs> well, they're going to root for you. But like people will be like, we don't care if you can beat somebody who sucks. Like, why would we want to yeah, watch exactly, that? Exactly. If you go yeah, yeah. if you go, Zach is literally unbeatable. Nobody can touch that guy. Except me. Yeah. Now you're like, oh, I'm your okay. only hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, but you can build somebody up both ways. But like, nobody wants to see somebody build beat somebody who's who's bad. Yeah. They want to see somebody beat the best. And then if you just 
are like, yeah, I'm the best and you, you know, whatever, like that's the way to do it. So you never actually punch down in, to be yeah. a heel. You actually have to build up to be a heel. Yeah. Ironically, ironically, it's not, it's, it's not intuitive, but. Well, uh, I mean that, and so that, that was my, that was my, uh, I, I want to say GP, my magic con Chicago, uh, you know, at, at the end, I, I, you know, I, I made sure to stop by and say goodbye to everybody that helped me out with, uh, with stuff. I said, I, you know, I, I said my goodbye to Saffron Olive. I'm sure Mark was around, but he, uh, he's a busy dude, so I couldn't find him again. Uh, Diana, who, uh, again, like, I mean, we, we, I, I've tweeted this already, but like Diana helped us out so much. Um, it was really, it was just really great of her to like, uh, you know, uh, make the, she helped us make those connections that we were talking about for legacy mm -hmm. players earlier. Um, and, and that was huge. And then just being an absolute, like just awesome person, just, you know, giving us these opportunities is huge, but also just organizing all this stuff for all of the, all of the content creators. She just does tireless, tireless work for all these people. And, um, I, I know it doesn't go unnoticed, but, uh, you know, I just I, I think it's worth mentioning again how mm -hmm. how important the work she does is. 100 percent. Yeah. And uh, like consistently, too, across every single con that we've been to, like it's been yeah. the like that, like strictly excellent every time. So. Yeah. So what's next on the docket, uh, Phil? We've got a magic a magic con SCG con uh, Philadelphia. Uh, the Sunday event is legacy. So we'll be we'll both mm -hmm. be there. Um, Legacy 5K, so yeah. that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll be there. I'll happily terminus your board. So I will happily uh, wait until you terminus my board and then play a creature, and then I will protect it with Legolas's Quick Reflexes. And I will happily <laughs> blind flip countering your Legolas's Quick Reflexes with my counter. No! <laughs> um, yeah, that, I guess that is the way you can counter it. Uh, the only way, yeah. But uh, yeah, with that said, uh, I think that that does it for us this week. Uh, again, uh, we're gonna have the uh, th this will probably come out before the uh, the panel comes out because I'll be working on that in my spare time. Um, and Pat should have this up by Thursday. But uh, you know, look look below. Maybe I'll have the, that up already. It just depends on how much work I can get done on the panel by that time. So, uh, like I said, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for your support. If you want to support us and you have the means, patreon.com slash eternal dirtles, it really helps. And I know a lot of people have been talking about uh, the, the new ad situation on Spotify. I also hate it, um, but we do need that ad money right now to, to keep to keep paying for our, uh, our editors and whatnot. It was something that I just didn't see coming. So uh, once the Patreon gets over what we make in, in ads, I will kill those ads immediately. I want to make sure that no one's being annoyed by those ads. But at the same time, I, I do need to, we do need the, <laughs> the revenue that they bring in to continue to produce the content at the frequency we're producing it at. So um, with that said, thank you everyone and um, have a wonderful week. We'll see you on Thursday, apparently. Cheers. Actually, we'll see you on Monday. We're recording on Thursday. Deuces. Oh, and also, and wh wh when should everybody expect the panel to be released? Uh, that should be this week. So you'll actually, you probably, yeah, this should come out on Thursday. Sorry. This will come out on Thursday. The panel will come out between now and Friday. So, so, uh, so uh, sorry. Th you're watching this on Thursday. Man, time is weird. Um, I'm going to try and uh, edit it Tuesday and Wednesday. Thursday, it might drop, but I don't want to drop it the same day as the episode. So I, I'm going to try and drop it Wednesday. So it should already be out. Look below.
There you go. Link below. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks for watching. For the gift that keeps on giving all year round, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash eternaldurtles. And hey, check out this playlist we got up here with all of our interviews over the last couple of years. Some great people from the Legacy community, some really great guests.